0: I'm good to go. I'm rocking and I'm rolling and I don't have a third thing. Are you recording though? Oh, right. I'm doing that too. Okay, good. Are you recording?
1: I am. I'm also rocking and rolling and recording.
0: Well, we both can't be rocking and rolling. The audio is going to be all fucked up then. One of us has to rock and one of us has to roll. Choose. Go.
1: I, I, I can't make these kind of decisions.
0: Just choose one. How hard is this? Just choose either one. It doesn't matter. I'll do the other okay, one. Okay, I'll record. You're a son of a bitch. (laughs) Screw it. Ah, yeah, everybody. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and watch an episode of Fuller House. That was a test to see if my wife was listening because she's watching Fuller House in front of me. (laughs) My name is Chris treble so as always is my co-host Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew.
1: I was going to start singing the Full House theme, but uh, then I remembered I don't know it.
0: You don't know the Full House
1: theme? I think it starts with some drums. It starts, it's everywhere. Yeah,
0: I do know it.
1: It's a full house.
0: It's a fuller house. It's a fuller house. The Olsen twins are high on meth. They used to have just a full house. Then they got more people, and now it's fuller. That's how it goes. Yeah.
1: I remember there's a character in it who I always think is Jeff Daniels, but it's not Jeff Daniels.
0: Bob Saget. Nope. It's um, John Stamos.
1: Nope. It's the other guy. It's the dog, Cosmo. It's the Olsen twins. Both of them. I always <laughs> think they're Jeff Daniels.
0: Right. I can see it because they're blonde. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And now we have two Jeff Daniels. You have <laughs> Jeff and Jim Daniels.
0: Jeff's Daniels. <laughs> so... So let's jump let's let's jump into this. So we got a couple of things we gotta talk about right now. Number one, yeah. We gotta talk about Bird Box, and then we gotta get into some reading assignments. Yeah. So let's talk so you've seen Bird Box. Yes. Just a little run up on what Bird Box is, if anybody doesn't know. Bird Box is a Netflix original movie starring Sandra Bullock. It has the records for the most views on Netflix in history. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is the most successful, or I shouldn't say the most successful, because nobody knows how Netflix measures success at all. But it is the most watched thing in the history of Netflix. Wow! Or the biggest premiere in Netflix. It's some sort of big. (laughs) It's some sort of record holder. We don't know anything about it. Now that I think about it, I have no idea what I'm talking about. But it is something like the biggest premiere for Netflix ever. Wow! This kind of become like a, a huge, huge thing. Now you've watched it. Yes. I have not. Um, it is on my list of things to watch. I know a little bit about it, but I don't know a lot. And that's kind of the thing about this is that you th- it seems like a movie – correct me if I'm wrong. Does this seem like the type of movie that if you – before you go into it, you think it's one thing and it- it's going to turn into something very different from what you think it is? No. Okay. Okay. So we'll talk a little bit about this. I think I'll ask a couple of questions. We'll try and keep this as – little spoilery as possible yeah. so that if you still want to watch it it, because it seems like true or false this is the the type of movie that it kind of helps not to know everything about it going into it false or there's some twists and turns to it would it
1: be a spoiler
0: if i said false (laughs) uh no i think that's fair that's a that's fair so
1: I, one one of the things that I said in uh, the video that we recently filmed, there's no surprises. You know exactly how it's going to turn out. Okay. Or or at minimum, it turns out the way that it has to. Like you're like, yeah, okay, okay, that makes sense because that's what I would have expected. You know.
0: Okay. Does it at least try to? Does it try to play like it's going to do something unexpected, but it just fails at that?
1: Uh, maybe the like very last. Like, there is sort of a twist, and it's like the last three minutes of the movie, maybe. Okay. But for me, and I'm going to try to word this very carefully, okay. so I don't spoil anything. Okay. For me, it came as an answer to a question that I asked in the first ten minutes of the movie, where I said, what about this other thing? And I kept asking it throughout the movie. Right. I even said it out loud, and I was like, "What? what about this thing? And then at the end... They were like, oh, the here's thing this came thing. Back. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. there
0: it is. So they, they showed you a thing and they tried to make you forget about it.
1: Well, no, they they didn't show you a thing. Maybe I should just say what it is. is. Fuck
0: it. I'm doing spoilers. All right, <laughs> Great. Do you care? Uh, Not entirely. Just don't. If there's like one. If, if there's like the most major thing that you cannot spoil, just don't spoil that. But anything else. You know what I mean? Like, don't. Like, if this was the sixth sense, don't spoil that he's a ghost at the end. Everything else is up for grabs. Sure, sure.
1: So there isn't anything like that. Okay. It's not that they introduced something. I won't spoil what the ending is. Okay. But from the very beginning, I asked myself, okay, people are covering their eyes. The plot of this movie is that there's somehow they get really quickly to there's a like a thing outside that if you look at it it makes you commit suicide okay they immediately i don't know how they go so quickly from this is warfare because that's the first idea this is this is like an attack right but somehow one guy is like oh i did research on this and every myth Every every culture has, like, a story about a demon that if you look at it, it makes you kill yourself. And they immediately all go with that. Like,
0: <laughs> Instead of going, like, well, there's, that's just stupid. Right, exactly. It's the same problem. They I, just buy, like, oh, I guess it's a demon. Right, sort of. Or
1: something. They're like, oh, there's a thing out there that if you look at it, it makes you kill yourself. Even though there couldn't be any, like, eyewitness reports, right?
0: <laughs> Not if you've ever seen you acting. Boom! Yikes. Done. I nailed that. Well,
1: I'm gonna shut this off now and go cry in a corner. I nailed that so good. I'm gonna go use my bath bomb. Uh so yeah. they the thing that I thought of at the very beginning, so they, they all established they can just close their eyes and basically be fine. There are a couple little things that make that difficult right. throughout the film. But for the most part, like the only way these things outside can hurt you is if you see them. Okay. So I immediately thought, Where are all the blind people?
0: uh uh-huh. you know ha yes
1: like that was my first what thought have, in the yeah, movie. yeah what are they
0: doing was i was like they just walking around like we're fine right
1: yeah like what's going on you know like they're just going about their regular day
0: they're like what's the big deal guys this is us every day
1: yeah yeah well and they're like i guess everyone's just fucking killing themselves for no reason you know right but it's 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 mostly a fine movie. I don't really like Sandra Bullock as a performer. Okay. I think she generally gives like a, she gives your run of the mill okay. performance in every part she ever plays. Like, I've never seen something that she's been in and thought, wow, look at that acting. Right. So she does that. John Malkovich is also fine. He's in this? Yeah, he is. It's It's got a decent cast. I didn't
0: even know he was in it. Is he the kid?
1: <laughs> no, he is not. Uh, it feels like they tried to get Bruce Willis but couldn't afford
0: him, so they got John Malkovich. <laughs> I've always said John Malkovich is the poor man's Bruce Willis. It's
1: funny because he's not at all right, but like that's sort of why this doesn't work. He's the dude who carries the shotgun and he's got a bottle of whiskey in his hands at all times, and he's like the oh, the, I see what you're saying, the old father figure. You he's needed bald. like a
0: tough guy and you couldn't get a tough guy,
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. One, he's, he looks a bit like Bruce Willis. He's got a shaved head and a white t-shirt. Like, it looks like they wanted Bruce Willis and they couldn't get him. Right. But it's, it's mostly fine. I think those are the only famous people in the movie. Okay. Everyone else is like... B plus list. Like, uh, there's a guy I've definitely seen in something else, but I don't know what, and I don't know who he
0: is. <laughs> Excellent. And like, like, and I'll be damned if I'm gonna look him up.
1: Yeah. It's not worth it. Yeah. Whoever plays her sister is that same caliber. I'm like, I've seen her in something, but I can't place her. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's not great. Okay. It's fine. Like, it's an interesting idea, but there are a lot of scenes that don't need to be in it uh, there's a lot of scenes that don't make sense. The, there are a lot of scenes that escalate too quickly or don't escalate quickly enough. There's a lot of bad decisions. Like, it's a horror movie and everyone just makes dumbass decisions. You right, know? right. It's very strange. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Overall, even though you're not a fan, would you... Like, if someone's like, I'm thinking about watching Bird Box. Would Is this a, a very big, like, don't do it? Or you're like... Eh, give it a shot.
1: Yeah, I mean, give it a shot. If you, It's not worth getting Netflix for, but if you already have it,
0: like... Right, it, but if you got it... Right, okay. it's an
1: interesting idea. They do it mostly okay. Okay. Uh, it's this, you know, that, that problem with them jumping immediately from Bionuclear Warfare to, oh no, it's the Apocalypse, yeah. is very similar to the way I felt about The Shape of Water. Okay. Where, like, the woman goes from, oh my god, it's a weird fish thing, to... I'm going to fuck that really quickly.
0: Listen, we've all been there, though, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. For me, it just took a little longer to to get there. Right. But yeah, they're interesting ideas. Like, they do some interesting stuff with, like, okay, we can't see. What do we do now? There's stuff like that 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 they do interesting stuff with, but... It's, uh... Okay. The character work is not yeah, great. Yeah, do they
0: at least offer some interesting, like, practical challenges to them being blindfolded There's the a whole couple time? of
1: those. Like, you do get to see, like... I imagine this is based on a book. Yes. And I imagine that most of the interesting stuff came from the book. Okay. Like, there's a lot of stuff they do involving, like, they have to leave to go get food, so how do they know where they're going? Right. Or how do they know, like, what do they do? So like, would,
0: you say, would you say that the book is better?
1: I have not read it, and I can say with 100% certainty that yes, it is better.
0: You're such a prick. <laughs> let's talk about
1: Cannibal the Musical.
0: Let's talk about Cannibal. All right, yeah, let's move on to reading assignment. So let's talk about Cannibal the Musical. So Cannibal the Musical was the reading assignment you gave me. Just a little background on this. And I found this interesting because I was watching it. So I just watched it today. And while I was watching it, I actually became
1: aroused. Aroused
0: aroused by it (laughs) and uh was looking up some stuff about it so um cannibal the musical for anyone who doesn't know it is basically trey parker's first movie and it was based on a mock trailer that he made up at the university of colorado at boulder for a film course and was so well received by the class that he was able to raise money and produce the entire film and then had it shown in Colorado around where they were going to college. And then I guess that was picked up then by troma by the famous right that's right production house troma which is famous for like the toxic vendor at at the
1: time the movie was called alfred packer the musical and it was about a guy who was from colorado right but troma was worried that no one would know who that was so they changed the name to cannibal
0: cannibal the musical let's talk about this so okay first and foremost i'll confess when you gave this to me, you gave this to me right after I gave you Electric Boogaloo. Right. Which was the documentary on Canon Films. Yeah, yeah. And I thought this was a total revenge assignment.
1: <laughs> of yeah. like,
0: you made me watch a shitty thing, now I'm going to make you watch a shitty so thing. So what did you think? I actually enjoyed this. It's so good, And right? I was actually, it is actually fascinating to watch It is not the greatest thing I've ever seen them do by any stretch, but there are some interesting things in it that I kind of want to hit on. And number one is the fact that for what is basically a student production, this is pretty good. And I don't even mean like production wise or budget wise. I think I've seen enough good things and bad things and even student made things uh, or amateur made things. To kind of know what's gonna happen, what pitfalls they're gonna fall into when they're making something, and this surprisingly does not fall into it. Right. For for instance, it's not it plays it straight the whole time. Yeah. And I think an amateur production or a young person's production of something when they're making a comedy, especially with something like this subject material, is to be self-aware. Yeah. And to poke fun because it's not really. It's not actually poking fun at the storyline that it's telling. It's poking fun at movie musicals. Yes. The old movie musicals of, of yesteryear. And. Instead of being self-aware and making all these kind of self parroting jokes, it just plays it straight. It is a new old movie musical. Yes. And I kept waiting for it to break. I kept waiting for it to break the fourth wall. What what do you you mean by break?
1: Give me an example of what you were waiting for.
0: Okay. So, in fact, I'll give you an example where they actually tricked me. The whole time, you know, they're doing they're doing all these songs, and they're the songs are actually not half bad, and they're playing it straight, like the song about his horse when they're around the campfire, things like that. Just a good, a pretty good song, song actually, <laughs> and they're playing it straight, so they're never like winking at the camera or anything like that. Then they meet the Indians who are all Japanese, and I was like, this seems like the <laughs> o- so they, it seems like the only time. Like when you first see them, you're like, oh, they cast a bunch of Japanese people and having them actually speaking Japanese and they're just going to say that they're Indians. Right. And I was like, that's the only, I felt kind of off for the tone that they had set for this. Right. And I was like, oh, they must, this just must be the joke. The joke is like, we couldn't cast Indians. So we cast Japanese people. We're just going to treat them like Indians. But then you get to where they are and you realize, oh no, this is still the joke going on. Yeah they're actually japanese in the movie yeah and they're a port and they're trying to make people believe they're indians you know that so it's still played it straight you know they have
1: that bit where they're like what is your tribe and, and he's, he's like, like we're, we're indians. indians and he's like no no, what's the tribe so later though they reference the tribe name and they say the Nihongo jin. Nihongo is japanese for japanese people <laughs> oh is it really <laughs> yeah that's amazing Fun fact about all those characters as well, with the exception of the chief, all of the Japanese spoken in this movie is spoken by Trey Parker.
0: (laughs) Yes, I could hear that because I recognize his voice. And you had mentioned this before. He double
1: majored in film and Japanese. That's amazing.
0: And you mentioned this before. You can kind of hear some of his voice. Like in, I don't mean like narratively or anything, like literally he does some of the voiceover on this.
1: Yes, he does.
0: Uh, you can tell and you can hear it. Like I can hear some of the early embryonic versions of what we would later see in like Book of Mormon and South Park and Team America and yeah, things like that. There's a
1: lot of South Park.
0: Yeah, it's a lot I mean, of that.
1: Humphrey basically is the voice of Eric Cartman.
0: Yes, and that's amazing. I mean, it's really interesting to see. You also
1: literally hear Trey Parker's voice throughout the film because he is—he's uh, the singing voice of Frenchie, the lead, the lead trapper.
0: That's what I thought. I was watching that song and I was trying to figure out if that guy was lip-syncing or singing, and I was like, "That's Trey Parker's singing voice." Yeah, but the guy was lip-syncing actually so well that I couldn't tell. Yeah,
1: I know. <laughs> well, he was also the voice of Doom. You're doomed. You're all doomed. Right. So uh his voice is in this a lot. The um the guy who plays Lautzenheiser, who's the dude with the squirrel hat or whatever, the skunk hat yeah with the googly eyes. Yeah. He's also the Cyclops.
0: yeah uh-huh interesting
1: yeah so uh, let's see uh, I don't know if you saw did you, did you see who it said plays Alfred Packer it's
0: Juan something something uh, w- hold on a yeah second. Juan Schwartz Juan Schwartz
1: and that's a reference to John Schwartz which was Alfred Packer's name after he escaped from prison and and went into hiding he uh, he used oh, really a f- yeah he used a fake key to escape the jail he was in which and I'm quoting from Wikipedia at that time was little more than a log cabin
0: <laughs> that's amazing that's yeah i mean it must so have been good. so
1: easy to get away with stuff back then like no officer i didn't kill and eat those five people they did it to each other with hatchets i was out collecting firewood
0: i mean you know really i feel like there are some parts of the country you could still get away with that yeah that's probably true i, I do love that they they kind of make the they give it like a again even pl- playing it straight At the very beginning, they give it like that fake. They say this is an old musical that was supposed to be produced. Did they say it was a film? I thought that the opening title card said it was a a film of the stage production. But then it's clearly a film. Yeah. Um, It's very clearly a film. Um, you do see a lot of the. Well, this has been performed also, like people yes. performed this at so, the Crane. Yes, so they in performed this at the Crane Theater on Fourth Street in uh, yeah. 2001. A stage production was staged off Broadway at the Crane Theater on East Fourth Street in New York. The show continued to find small theaters and audiences ac- across America. A large-scale production was produced by the rival theater company at the 2008 Edinburgh Fringe Festival.
1: Yeah, right? That's where I just was. That's amazing. Fun fact, too, nothing ever performed at the Crane was
0: off-Broadway. No. <laughs> no. That's a loose term, of, of the, a loose usage yeah. of that term. Um, I love the term shaboink... I think that's great. I like that they don't really, like... Did Did you know that was a placeholder? Is it really?
1: Yeah, he wrote it in place he was going to find a better word, and then they got to the film date, and he was like, well,
0: this is it. Here it is. I mean, it's great. It works great yeah I mean, it's, it's really great and i love that they don't bother explaining it they're just like yeah, sh- 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 but it's fun just a fun thing. fact it as well is.
1: moira kelly i don't know if you know who that is Yeah, she was originally cast as polly pry really yeah it was decided not to use her because it might seriously damage her hollywood aspirations um but she was already cast as it and she was gonna play that role and then she dropped out and frequently when they do screenings they will add into the credits that mk played the
0: dropout that's amazing yeah i mean she went on to have a you know halfway decent career a halfway decent career that's pretty amazing i i will say the you know a lot of the people that are in this movie you will then see later on in a lot of like trey parker matt stone stuff like that little what's his name the little guy
1: yeah he's yeah he's in everything
0: everything they do i, I will also say this the acting is not half bad in this. You know, yeah, it's normal, not terrible. It's not terrible. I've definitely seen were a lot a lot worse in
1: Well, especially for their age, like college level. Right. It's it's not bad. It's really not bad. It's it's interesting though too because like none of these people ended up doing anything. Actually, the woman who, pay, who played Polly Pry, I can't remember her name now, but she went on to do like Every Female Voice. For South Park.
0: Yes. But the other actors... They don't really go on to do anything.
1: Well, like, uh, Robert Murator, who played Frenchie, the trapper... He was the director of photography on the, uh... Right. On the, the movie. He has four actor credits and 34 cinematographer credits. And, like... Joe Hegel, who played Swan, he's a producer now more than anything. He still acts a little bit. Let's right. see, Jason McHugh, who played Frank Miller, the butcher. Right. Which Frank Miller, that's a funny name. <laughs> he he's a composer now for films. Right. Also, I just wanted to point out that uh, Noon, the 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 little guy, uh, I can't remember his name, but the character's name was uh, yeah. George Noon.
0: Yeah. One
1: of his acting credits is just called Gangster Rap: The Glockumentary. That's fantastic and the guy who plays his dad was uh stan breakage who has 540 film credits nice and 377 of them are as a director
0: that, that's a wow i know isn't that insane that's, i don't even know where you find the time right you'd be literally be directing like three things at the same time that makes me just tired yeah yeah just thinking about it trey
1: parker's fiance how do i want to word this Trey Parker had just broken up with his fiance, uh, because he found out she was having an affair right before they started filming this movie. And they broke up just before the wedding when he discovered it. And subsequently, quote, The horse that would let anyone ride her, quote, is named Leanne. That's incredible. As well as Cartman's nymphomaniac mother in South Park. <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. <laughs> Wow, she lost on so many levels. (laughs) Like, on just so many levels.
1: Oh, I I also, this is my last written note, but I wanted to read for you what verbatim the judge was reported as saying to Alfred Packer by a local newspaper. Okay. Stand up, you voracious man-eaten son of a bitch and receive your sentence. What ya came to Hinsdale County... There was seven Democrats, but you, you at five of them, god damn ya. I sentence you to be hanged by the neck until you're dead, 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 as a warnin' again reducing the Democratic population of this county. Packer, you Republican cannibal, I would sen- sentence ya to hell, but the statutes forbid it.
0: I mean, that's incredible on so many levels i
1: just love the line packer you republican cannibal i would sentence you to hell but the statutes forbid it.
0: i really want to find if the <laughs> statutes actually forbid it that's what i want i, to look I think at they
1: too. do yeah that's <laughs> separation like, you can, of church and you can state give and him that. the
0: sentence of death but it literally the lawmakers decided you cannot sentence someone to hell That's uh, so good
1: i i'm going a level with you when i assigned this to you I thought this was like my favorite movie in high school, and I have not seen it since. This could go either way. Oh, and you were like, "This is not going to hold up." Well, one or the other.
0: It's either going to be hilarious or it's going to be real bad. Right? No, it's actually like I said when I first went into this, I was like, "This is going to be a slog to get through," and it it really wasn't. It's not like I said. It's not. Is it the best movie ever? No. Yeah. Is it? Will it surprise you with its quality? Yes, it will. And if you're a fan of South Park, if you're a fan of Book of Mormon, if you're a fan of Team America, then this is worth kind of like – this is like that missing link in the canon that you you haven't gotten a chance to see yet. Like it's that one thing that you – that will kind of satisfy. If you're like, I've seen all of those a thousand times, but I want to watch something like that, but something new I haven't seen, check this out you'll actually it'll satisfy that itch.
1: Yeah, there's also um the DVD has footage of the staged version and it's interesting.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would I would actually be interested to see a stage version. I think a stage version of this this would actually work.
1: Yeah, I think it could. I mean, the whole point is that it's poking fun, right? So Right. As long as
0: it's funny, that's all you need. Right, exactly. And it like I said, it keeps it straight enough that you could transfer this and it wouldn't, you know. I would not I don't think it'll ever happen, but it would not surprise me if they were also like, they're bringing Cannibal the... Trey Parker and Matt Stone actually adapt this for a musical someday. Sure, yeah. I I could see it happening. Yeah, I could too. Yeah. All right. Ready for your reading assignment?
1: I'm always ready, Chris.
0: Okay. So, I am going to give you... I'm actually going to assign you the 12 part series Mr. Miracle by Tom King. Okay. Um this is something that came out I think it came out this year actually. It's pretty it's pretty new. But I read this maybe a couple of months ago and this is probably not to set it up too high. This is probably one of the best things I've ever read. Wow. <laughs> it's really good. I think I actually think you're going to really enjoy this. Um if you liked and I know that you do because we love we both love it. The Mad Fraction Hawkeye. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you'll really like this. Is this is something very much in that All right. vein? I have heard very good things about. Yes. it. Yes. Um. So I will, I, I will get that to you. Uh. That's but that is going to be your next reading assignment.
1: I I actually have something to give to you at some point. I want to, for maybe maybe an, I'll try to do it for the next one. But it requires me actually handing you a DVD. Okay. Here's the story behind it uh i was in i was sitting at my desk and the executive vice president of my company came in and he said to a room full of people are there any kevin costner fans here and nobody said anything and he said nobody here likes kevin costner (laughs) which should not have been that big of a surprise but i figured i mean only good things can happen from this so I turned around, I swiveled so around in my chair. you were like, we got
0: to find out where this is going. Yeah, so somebody needs to say something now. So
1: I turn around and I go, I mean, I kind of am. And he throws a DVD at me. <laughs> and it's it's called it's for a TV show, the first season called Yellow Tail starring Kevin Costner. Yellow
0: Tail? Or Yellowstone? I was like Yellowstone. Yellow Stone. Yes, I have That's heard what of it is. this.
1: Yellowstone starring Kevin Costner. And uh, I don't know anything about it, but I have it on DVD. So we got to watch it.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, that seems simple enough. That seems like a good enough reason for as any. Yeah. So that'll be
1: the next one after we talk about Mr. Miracle or whatever you're giving me (laughs) or whatever the fuck this is. Yeah. Whatever. Awesome.
0: Fantastic. Okay. All right. Then that's going to be it. That's it. This is a nice short episode. It was, it was nice and compact. We actually got it done in like, yeah decent amount of time i'm impressed with us if if
1: anyone wants more content because this is such a small episode they should head over to patreon no well yeah they could do that or Or they could give us money yeah yeah which would you prefer chris you know what it's a toss-up i'll be honest yeah it's a toss salad they uh yeah yeah, you can just give us some money at patreon.com slash the media lunch break and depending on how much you give us you might give us enough to get more content
0: Speaking of content, Andrew. Mm.
1: And you Andrew? I, I was wondering how you were going to lead into that. <laughs> Andrew? Yes.
0: Hey, Andrew. Uh-huh. Andrew.
1: This is Where can they the find The worst us? joke that we have recurring and uh, of all time like this is worse than when I used to do six degrees of Kevin Bacon they can find us on twitter.com I'm I'm breezing through this they can find us on twitter.com where our handle there is at media lunch break they can listen to us on soundcloud on itunes on spotify on google play music you can watch our videos on youtube Uh, you can also find us on facebook you can find us on our website at www.themedialunchbreak.com you can email us at themedialunchbreak at gmail Or, as we mentioned earlier, you can feel free to donate to our wonderful platform uh, because we are going to hold it for ransom eventually. Maybe not right now, but we are basically podcasting terrorists. And that is a podcast, that's not what it is, slash the media lunch break.
0: Well done. Thank you. Well done, sir. All right. All right. That's it. We're done. i'm done you're done you're sick go i am i need to get some rest (laughs) either get better or die one of the two make a choice (laughs) that's the plan stick with it dear. (laughs) make good choices follow your dreams yep or don't whatever i don't give a shit it's not my it's not my dreams unless your dreams is is unless your dream is to make me rich Follow it, don't follow it. Why I, I care? If it makes both of us rich. But if your dream is to make me rich, follow your dream to its fullest. Yeah, okay?
1: I'll, I'll do that. Go pretend like you like your family. All right. Excellent.
0: All right. That's it. Do I stop recording now? Wait, hold on. 54. I'm going to stop it right at the 36 minute. Ready? Here it comes. Oh, Two, my God. One. Oh, I. Did I miss it?